0: Welcome to Game of Books. This is Christy. And I'm Kathy. This podcast is two newbie writers sharing our love of food, wine, and mysteries. Welcome to all of our mysterious foodies out there.
1: Yes, happy end of 2018 to all you MFs. So Kathy, um, we're recording this a little early, but it still seems like 2018 just flew by.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. The year has absolutely flown I know it's going fast when my kids even comment on how fast it's going.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because kids never can tell that. They think time goes really slow. Right. Yep. So I guess time flies because we're having fun. And um, speaking of fun, let's jump right into our wine of the day. That's an under $20 bottle of wine that we found in both my state of Florida and where you are in South Dakota. That's right. So tell everybody what you chose this week. Okay, so I chose a champagne that not only goes with the book, but it also is just in time for New Year's Eve. So I'm going to pop the cork here. First thing, I'm turning the cage. You know, they, they always do only, well, traditionally do six turns.
0: Oh, really? Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah.
1: And then I'm going to open the wine, and I guess you're supposed to turn the bottle.
0: Away from you, right? Well,
1: really, you you hold on to the cork, and then you turn the bottle slowly, and so that you just have a slight pop, and then the smoke comes out. You see the smoke coming out. So technically, you're not supposed to, like... Shoot it across the room. That's not the technical way to oh. do champagne, but you have to do it at once. <laughs> Obviously, that's what I've been doing, turning it
0: away from my body and projectiling it.
1: <laughs> is that what you did? Did you let it fly no, across I, the room? I did the, I did the careful
0: thing. I did the untwisting, and I just carefully twisted it until it popped out. So it wasn't a very loud pop on my end, but okay. it was very satisfying.
1: Good, good, good. All right, so this actual, this um, is the Barefoot Bubbly. And it's the Extra Dry Champagne. Okay. There is a lot of different Barefoot bubblies. Well, I don't know if you noticed. I in your did. Story. And I
0: actually just looked at the back of the bottle. And there's a lot of different kind of champagnes. But Barefoot themselves have a lot of different options.
1: Right. And I like how they put it on the back where they um, where they kind of tell you on a scale from dry to sweet. Yes. Um, where where the different yeah. ones fall. Because, you know, if you want to try the Moscato Spumanti instead or something, you know it's going to be sweeter. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was interesting. And they have flavored ones. They don't have that on this label, but they do have flavors. Like what kind of flavors? Two. I didn't well, see any like, flavors. I think like peach and oh. I don't know. My editor can look up uh, Barefoot <laughs> Wine, Barefoot Bubblies. But they, yeah, in, in some stores, they had some more like. The one that I um, the other option I gave you was the Pinot Grigio, yeah, Champagne, which I was like, really? I thought that looked really you know?
0: interesting. Unfortunately, we did not yeah. have that at our store. So, but I yeah, was... so
1: there there's a lot there's a lot out there, and the website's really cool. You know, you can. And actually, guess what? What? On the website, they also um, have a music video. Oh, really? That they did called Slay the Holidays. <laughs> or Slayin', Slayin' the Holidays. Slayin'? But it's spelled like slay, you know? Mm-hmm. And in, there, in the um, music video has Anna Ferris. You know who she is? I do. I love her. Yeah. Anna Ferris, Chrissy Fitt. I guess is the singer. Okay. My daughter knew who she was. Okay. Um, Yvonne Orgy and Cic- Cecily Strong.
0: Oh, so she's also from Seven Night Live, isn't Cecily Strong? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, so they have pineapple bubbly. What? They have berry bubbly. They have peach bubbly. They have sweet red prosecco, Pinot Grigio, pink Moscato. Wow. Moscato Spabanti. Yeah, they have a lot of different ones. But anyway, if you get a chance, check out that video. Because it's really funny and it's cute. I'm,
0: and I'm going to check it out.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to take a sip because I haven't tasted it yet. What do you think? I, it is very nice. It's very celebratory. Mmm. Well, it's supposed to be crisp, Yeah. refreshing apples oh. with a smooth, creamy finish.
0: Okay. I'm going to try again because the creamy finish,
1: that's... I know. It's extra... Um, So it's extra dry champagne. It's perfect pairing for any celebration. Perfect with... Hmm. Everything from fresh fr- fruit to smoked salmon, which I bought some smoked salmon for this reason after this podcast. Oh, did
0: you? Because you're not, yes. not going to drink the whole
1: bottle yourself right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't, in the half hour, I'll be like crawling or something. But yeah, so it's, and it's made to stand out. So I think it's, I think it is good because, you know, I'm not a bit like, I'm not a normal champagne drinker, but you know, you have to on New Year's and certain celebrations. It's kind of fun. For sure. For sure,
0: I, I like this level of it's not ter- it's not terribly sweet. Christmas. Yes, Christmas, thank you. Because I yeah, champagne always um, confuses me a little bit the brute versus the dry. I never know what's what, and I know. Um, I, so I really liked the back of their label where you could kind of see where the spectrum was. But this, this right. is nice. I mean, I, I think this is a very nice champagne. Yes, I do too.
1: The winemaker, remember last week, um, the cupcake winemaker It was a female winemaker? Yes. Well, guess what? Barefoot mm-hmm. is also. Really? Yeah, a lady named Jennifer Wall. She's a native Californian, mother of three, and the world's most awarded winemaker.
0: Okay, we need to try to have a conversation with these women. I'm, I'm fascinated by just... The world of wine, anyway. Obviously, mm-hmm. as far as the agricultural basis mm-hmm. of it, but I would imagine that it is not a common thing to have women dominate these giant. I know um,
1: companies. I mean, I'm very impressed mm-hmm. by that. So she's she um, she started there 20 years ago. She's been keeping things interesting ever since, creating <laughs> a diverse collection of delicious wines. And it says, all in all, her wines have received over 2,000 medals, countless accolades, and best of all, the love of barefooters around the world. <laughs>
0: I love that. I love that. And I
1: guess they do a lot of charity, too, because she's pass- passionate with their charitable causes. It, it, the website is really different than a lot of the websites for these wines that we've been looking at. You know, it's really lots of pictures and colorful mm-hmm. and jump around. You know, they look like a fun crowd, I guess. That's interesting. And there's interesting. recipes, too. Oh, really? Yes. Like to pair it, with the wine or? Pair with them or that have wine in them. Oh, very And they nice. have like desserts, main dishes. In fact, one of the appetizers that I'm going to definitely try because guess what? I decided I'm going to make cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> Since it's keep- the holiday thing for Florida. And right. one of them uses, um, they're called cranberry brie bites. And all it is is leftover cranberry sauce brie, and then those, you know, that, like, pastry, pie, phyllo, whatever. <laughs> yes. You put them in, like, little cupcake things, and and you put the other stuff on top and bake it.
0: Christy, I, I am not exaggerating that three hours ago I was in Costco, and I almost bought that exact thing <laughs>
1: pre-made in the me. frozen
0: department. I am not <laughs> <laughs> Philo cranberry brie bites is what they were called. No
1: way! I'm not oh kidding. My and God. I,
0: I actually was trying to find some shortcuts for myself, and I thought, hmm.
1: And then I, well, that thought, goes with champa- can make the that. champagne. This <laughs> champagne, like they had the oh. champagne with it in the picture on their on their site. So you know, if you if we do have this champagne on New Year's, you better go back to Costco and get those.
0: <laughs> or I'll go. I'll log on and I because I'm thinking I have Follow all the, the ingredients recipe. and I can just make it. Yeah.
1: Yes. Have you noticed? As I'm, we're
0: sitting here, I'm looking at the label, and I really mm-hmm. like how the font they use for Barefoot Bubbly. It, it's kind of an Art Deco looking font. Yeah,
1: yeah. I thought it was really. It's really an attractive label. I know. Yeah, maybe we can change some fonts on our website. <laughs> <laughs> we need the like Art we Deco don't Deco have font. anything else to do. All right. Right,
0: right. That's big <laughs> on my list.
1: <laughs> but um, anyway, so that's the that's the the bubbly. I love that. I'm going to take another drink here.
0: I think it's it's quite yummy. Um, so we were to, speaking of New Year's Eve as we are. We have often talked about how we both are not late night people. Do you make an exception for New Year's Eve?
1: Well, <laughs> um <laughs> it depends on the year. And when my kids were little, forget it. No, I, you know, I went to bed. I often fell asleep earlier. And and you know, if you open the champagne too early, yeah. you're going to sleep too. So Yeah, you're done. Um so last year, though, um where I I was living in a different place, but I could walk to this really cool um celebration at the beach. It was like an outdoor oh. fas- festival. Cool. And they have their own, like, ornament ball type thing that they would drop. and But there's bands outside and all the bars, you know, you could get drinks everywhere around or you could carry whatever you want, a cooler down. And it was just a ton of people and it was a lot of fun. And um, so I had friends that came. My kids had friends that came and we all just walked over the bridge to that. This year, um, I'm closer to downtown and they do have a big celebration there, too. Hmm. It's... It, instead of the ball they drop a 20 foot lighted anchor oh, oh my god <laughs> well, you know
0: cuz it's florida you're in florida
1: yeah it's <laughs> yeah. awesome but uh, apparently it's a big celebration too and i mean you know it's it's walking distance from where i am now so i think that hmm. might be what we'll try to do and then then i will stay up if if that happens because um it was fun and you know yeah. you get outside and walk around and everything yeah what about you
0: so I'm of two minds about this because I am definitely a go to bed early and I love waking up early and mm-hmm. I really love waking up early on the, on the new year and just being mm-hmm. feeling good and up early and the dawn of the new year. I think that's just like my favorite feeling. Right. So if it, were, if it were just left to me, that's probably what I would do. Right. <laughs> um, but I have a family who certainly enjoy celebrating the new year. My husband would probably, okay. if it was just the two of us, he would probably join me in going to bed nice and early. But um, <laughs> we, we have had many, many fun family celebrations where I end up being up late past the midnight hour. And I will say a few years ago, <laughs> South Dakota um, is one of the states where you can uh, let off fireworks um, oh, you know, personally on the Fourth of July, but a few years ago, um, and they're only for sale like for five days of the year. I mean, it's a very specific.
1: Do people like drive over the border to get it?
0: Oh yeah, from big the... time. Because like, that's literally... how they do. Like South yes. Carolina has fireworks, so everybody comes. Get... But they just enacted um, legislation a few years ago where you can also do it on New Year's Eve. <laughs> and so oh, cool. We will often save some pretty big uh, bombs. <laughs> Oh, wow. For New Year's Eve. And the nice thing is, is that there's usually snow on the ground, and so um, we don't have to worry about starting a fire or Oh, that's as true, much. yeah. Hmm. So we, there have <laughs> been years where we have been blowing things up, um, and it's, of course, you know, four degrees above zero or below zero, you know, but it's what's... So right. It, it's it's for the diehard. Um, yeah,
1: but it's, it's fine, it, and then you can always is. run back inside, right? It <laughs> is. But
0: we, we don't have anything set this year, so... Um, stay tuned. I'll let you know, but it's, okay. I'm either going to be going to bed about nine 15 or, <laughs> <laughs> up, uh, you know, past midnight and regretting. Well, have you ever morning.
1: done, um, like they do in the movies where, you know, they go to these big hotels and, you know, have these dinner and, you know, I've you know. never
0: done that. We've gone to hotels in the past a couple times with, um, when our kids were little mm-hmm. and, you know, we'd run a. Room by the pool, and so we, you know, so the adults could hang out mm-hmm. with each other and the kids could swim and that kind of thing. But I've never gone and done the fancy schmancy when Harry met Sally. Um, I know, New I Year's I
1: party. thought that would be kind of fun to do sometime.
0: Yeah, that sounds like I, more than I would want to. <laughs> I think I might not like that many people around. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? And you know, it's yeah, f- true. It's so cold here usually on New Year's Eve that all right. I think about is getting home and how freezing it. Would well, be. see,
1: that's when you have to do it like somewhere like New York, when you're in the yeah. same hotel. When, yes, you know... then a totally different. Or Paris, situation. we could do it in Paris. Oh,
0: like Ina yeah. Garten. She spends every Christmas and New Year's Eve in Paris.
1: Oh wow! All right. She's well, like... we can do it with her then. <laughs> I'm sure she would not want <laughs> us to join her.
0: oh come on (laughs) (laughs) although we are very fun yeah yeah well i think we should have another sip of wine Oh, champagne pardon me and Mm. i really want to hear the food from your mystery that is going to match
1: with this champagne okay well my mystery is called beached and it was came out in 2018 and it's by mickey browning so yes, this is she is local from. She lives down in the Keys now.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, I saw her talk at a at a meeting because she was talking about um, under underwater crime scenes. Oh, cool. Because she's she's a really fascinating person on her own. Um, she was a police officer and she lived in California and Colorado. Then she. When she retired, she came down and her and her husband did dive charters and stuff in the Keys. Hmm. So that's what, I guess, inspired her. But she's always been, I guess, writing. But this is her second book. Her first one came out the year before. It's it's a mystery. They're Mare Cavallo mystery series. So this is the second one. This is the one she was selling when we were there. And it was really good. I really liked it. I think you would like it. And get Oh, get this. Another author that we want to hang out with us, maybe, because um, not only will I pick her brain about diving, because I have that in both of my books, too. She also, her, the highlight of her career, career was being accepted at the FBI National Academy. Oh, my.
0: That it was an 11-week
1: ele- executive leadership program. And the way she puts on her website, she said, if you've seen Silence of the Lambs, you've seen Quantico. I did my best Jodie Foster impression on the six mile obstacle course. She oh. had youth on her side, I had determination. Oh, nice. And since you have FBI in your book, mm-hmm. you could pick mm-hmm. her brain about that. Very interesting. So maybe a Keys trip. We're just going to have so many trips.
0: We're just going to travel all the time.
1: (laughs) We're like, oh, okay, let's just pick our books on where we want to travel. And we'll go (laughs) and do it. There you go.
0: (laughs) Okay, tell me her name again, Christy.
1: The author is Mickey Browning. Um, Mickey Browning. Yes. I don't know. I didn't look up to see if she was going to be at Sleuth Fest. She might. I don't know. Um, But she she spoke at the Mystery Writers of America Luncheon a couple um, months ago. So... That's okay. where I, you know, picked up her book, and then I was like, oh, this is really good. Mayor Cavallo is the main character, and she's a marine biologist, mm-hmm. but she also helps, she uses her analytical mind to um, solve some crimes, I guess, because things happen around her. And uh, <laughs> it's not, but it's not like, you know, um, a cozy, but it's it's not a police officer that's doing the mystery Mm -hmm. solving. I mean, she works with the police Mm -hmm. and her boyfriend is um, some kind of military. It's mysterious. We don't know exactly what he does, but, um, but he's, you know, around. But um, what happens in this book is she finds a plastic wrapped bundle floating in the waves off Key Largo and she pulls it on board because she's a, she's a marine biologist who's working on a dive boat now. And she finds herself sucked into a maelstrom involving an obscure legend, an 18th century shipwreck, and a modern pirate who resort to murder to claim the booty first. Oh, very, very, very
0: fun.
1: I know. It's it's almost like, you know, because my middle grade book is sort of, you know, along these kind of lines with marine biologists and stuff. And I could just see this is like, you know, the adult version because, you know, there's all the, there's crazy Florida characters, of course, and then... (laughs) You know, with the diving and um, stuff. So yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought it was well written, and I think she did. She won the Royal Palm Literary Award for this, and she won. She she did get a bunch of awards um, for her first book, which was called Adrift. Okay. And before I even read this one, I was like encouraged that it was kind of going to have food in it because she also handed out, and this was really cool. It's like a recipe card.
0: Oh, that is cool
1: um with a drift on the one side and her mickey's key lime pie recipe on the other side
0: i like that a lot
1: yes yes Mm -hmm. so and i you know so i'm like gonna probably try that key lime pie too because you know we love (laughs) our key lime pie down here but and it starts out around thanksgiving and so where the food comes in well there's a lot of food in this book but um right in the beginning she's decided to do thanksgiving for her friends and she feels like this is something she needs to do, you know, she, even though she's not really a cook, she wants to, you know, be a responsible adult, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and, um, but unfortunately she has, there's, you know, the break in and they like throw the Turkey on the floor and the, you know, just, oh, no. tur- yeah. So she comes home getting ready to make the meal and everything's a mess. So, um, all her friends kind of come together and they improvise and, you know, they end up having spaghetti (laughs) and one character brought wine Mm. and she brought like a dry Riesling, a brash Beaujolais and champagne because her quote, she likes bubble, the bubbles. (laughs) And so they had cheese and crackers. So, you know, the food was, it was kind of a, you know, coming together scene. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I could use any one of those wines. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, But then it goes on, and she actually, tough as she is, as her character is, Mayor Cavallo, um, there is sort of a funny scene where she's accused by her boyfriend of never asking for help, and she said, Well, I let you open the wine, the champagne bottles. (laughs) and he's like oh you let me give me an example of something that's meaningful and she said that is meaningful popping the cork scares me and truthfully that was that's like the one thing and he's like really that's not on the top of what most people (laughs) you know have for what scares me I know so she um so she you know and then there was another scene where she's like you know, trying to decide whether she's going to open it again and she gives it to him. And that's when he talks about like where, you know, it's six, um, which I looked up afterwards, six turns of the wire, you know, I had never heard and, that before. Um, yeah. Stuff. So, so champagne really came in perfect. to this one. How perfect. So. I know, I know. So I think, um, I think it's a, I think it's a good book. I want to go back and yeah, read I'm drift very now. curious. I'm definitely
0: gonna put that on my reading list. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, I
1: think you would really enjoy it. I mean, it's got you know, it's fast paced, smart, just and they, you know, otherwise the food scenes they didn't have any other than the failed Thanksgiving. They weren't talking a lot about food, but there was all kinds of interesting. Artifact, history type mm, stuff. I love you that know, stuff. pirates. Yeah. I know, I know. So, so was the
0: break-in where well, they threw her turkey on the ground? Awful, awful, mm-hmm. awful people. I um, know.
1: <laughs> that's like
0: smashing someone's pumpkin on Halloween. Why would you have to do I that? I know. Was that related to this, this thing that she found in the sea? Was someone yes. trying to break oh, okay.
1: Yes, yes. And I'm, you know, because it was a, found like this, this bale or whatever, but there was also a coin in it. And so I think that was how, what they were thinking. They were maybe looking for that. Cause, and they mm-hmm. broke in on Thanksgiving of all days, you know, like they knew she was going to be out and horrible, just destroyed <laughs> the place. And, um, so yeah, it was pretty mean. I
0: kind I like the idea. I like the idea of her friends coming over and kind of coming yeah. to her rescue because I have to say it's so easy to discount a break in, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's not necessarily a violent or a personal assault, but I think that would be so mortifying to have the idea that someone had been in your home. I just... And she really, violation. she does address so that that's... in there.
1: be like, you know, the one thing that, that she definitely had to do was, you know, like wash all the sheets and, you know, <laughs> I mean, cause she didn't even mm-hmm. want to, mm-hmm. and then the whole night, you know, you're hearing every single noise. And I had a friend of mine who had a break in and it was the same way, you know, even though nothing, you know, real mm-hmm. value gets taken most of the time, it's, mm-hmm. it's just a violation, you know.
0: Sounds like she did a great job with it. That's really interesting. Well, good choice on the yes. champagne.
1: Okay. I like that. Great. Thanks. All <laughs> okay. right. So, I'm g- I'm going ha- yeah. to I want to have a few sips, so I'm kind of wondering what your book is. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, I <laughs> So, what was the name of uh, uh, the drift? Yes. Is first? This so was, was called Beached.
1: Like um, okay. a beached whale, so... but it's not a beached whale, but, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the t- the cover of my book is on water. That's oh, I cool. i was kind of curious about that. My book is by James Patterson.
1: Ooh.
0: And it is Honeymoon.
1: Honeymoon.
0: Honeymoon. And it's
1: actually, it's
0: one of the books that he, one of the many books he's co-written. hmm And the
1: co-author is Howard Ruffin.
0: Okay. R-O-U-G-H-A-N. Oh, okay. Howard I'm glad Ruffin. you spelled
1: that because I was thinking a totally different spelling.
0: Yeah. yeah. And it's from May of 2014.
1: Well, you know, it's always and good it... to know, though, because he does co-write. And I think, you know, I'd love mm-hmm. to hear, I can't wait to hear how... Um, you know, how you like this co-writer versus others, you know?
0: Yeah, so I've written, I mean, excuse me, I've read a number of Pattersons with co-writers, with, you know, without, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. This is a, it's a very fast-paced read. And the other thing that was interesting about this book is I had read it already before. And then a few years ago, James Patterson did a master class. Have you ever heard of those master classes? Oh, yeah, that you can take yeah. And, all, and I was very curious. Um... Did you take it? He, I did. Oh, I did cool. because I, you know, anybody who sells as many books as he does has something to offer, right? To say the least, right? And so, um, and he he taught the master class using this book. Oh, and cool! I remember him saying he even after he had written this book. I mean, it was. I mean, the master class was probably 2000. I don't know, sixteen or fifteen, maybe. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, It's still available. I checked yesterday. And there's a lot of really good information. But he was still completely engaged and excited about the idea of this book. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, that's so cool to love an idea that you had. Right. Despite the vast number of books that he comes up with. I know. Honestly,
1: if he wants me to write one of his ideas, I'm all for it.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. I think it's fascinating. I just think it's a fascinating premise Um, industry onto
1: onto
0: onto himself Mm but anyway so the concept is it's a a sizzling which kind of gives you an idea it's a pretty sexy book twisting tale of a woman with a deadly appetite and the men who dare to fall for her oh my gosh right yeah and so the concept is it's a woman Mm -hmm. who is a black widow Mm -hmm. right and so if you, I had, I kind of had to look it up just to make sure that my idea of a black widow um, was correct, but that would be um, a woman who is a serial killer mm-hmm. and kills people close to her. Okay. I mean, usually mate. Usually yeah, mate. So that's yeah, where it comes from. From black right. widow. So, so that's what this book is about. So it's very interesting, and it has two great opening scenes that are just back to back. Uh huh. And the fir- and they're both the food scenes. Oh, cool. So I'll start with both. Okay. So um, the first scene is. In uh, Westchester, huge, beautiful home. It's opulent. They're obviously incredibly wealthy. This couple is making love. They're having a great time together. Mm-hmm. Um, it, things are going very well. She's getting ready to go on a trip. Mm-hmm. Um, after, after they have left the bedroom, she makes him a meal before she leaves. And she makes him a big, juicy double cheeseburger with onions. Okay. Which just was described great. Mm-hmm. Except for this. This is kind of weird. With caviar on the inside. On the inside? On the inside. And it's the only mention. They don't go back to it at all. Do you say how she
1: did that? Like, is it, it it Uh, just says on the inside. why would you? I don't know. I'm like, do you like make the burger and then slice it and put caviar and then push it back together? Or is it all caviar all throughout the burger? Because that sounds really weird.
0: Well, I suppose, have you ever stuffed, like, cheese inside the burger, where you, you kind of make the patty, and you push a little hole in, and you fill it with cheese, and nope. then you put a little more meat on top? I've never
1: of, done okay. that, but I have seen it, like, it's all got... mixed in, you know, because they'll sell it. Like, yeah. Cheese f- filled at our grocery store, they sell it. Yeah.
0: Them. Yeah, yeah. Ours, too. Or it could be, like, um, you know, those little, um, like, you use a syringe, you oh, know, yeah. To like, yeah. You know, like,
1: um, but, So you know, like why cheese? do that, I don't though. know. It seems like... I don't
0: know. It was such a weird. But anyway, uh, just maybe it's showing that, that they're
1: just so rich that caviar so just opulent. goes in their yes. hamburgers.
0: <laughs> I guess so. So she makes him this big, juicy double cheeseburger with onions, and he eats it and enjoys it, and it's so great apparently that. And they've had such a wonderful time that the scene ends with him proposing to her. Okay. And she's thrilled, and she accepts his proposal, and All right. they're, they're madly in love. <laughs> and then her then her cab comes. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So then the next scene is later the same day, mm-hmm. and um, it's in Boston, mm-hmm. and now there's this married couple who are making love, and it's a lovely scene again, and after, and she's been missed, she had just come home from a trip, mm-hmm. uh, the wife had, and um, after they have left the bedroom, she makes him penne with a vodka sauce and a tossed salad, mm-hmm. and it's, another, it's a brownstone in Boston, another lovely scene. Mm-hmm. And it's the same woman.
1: Oh, I was going to say, I bet you. It's the same woman. And it's just a, it's
0: really a very quick, fast opener. But you're like, oh my gosh. I know that (laughs) you're not, you're not giving
1: anything away because that's at the beginning of the book. So you find that out and then you're like, oh my gosh, how is this going to work out?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it gets, so you have the same woman. She's married one guy. She's now engaged to another and she has a pattern of this. So she's a good cook. (laughs) She's apparently quite a good cook. And so then enters an FBI agent. Uh Uh-oh. Who becomes completely captivated by her. Of course. You know, this is that, that's that twist, right? That she's this... Mm -hmm. woman with a deadly appetite and the men who fall for her and so um this fbi agent starts watching her and realizes that she has a very strange habit of husbands dying on her oh yeah (laughs) this has happened a few times in the past and she's gotten
1: one lined up already it looks like so (laughs) yes
0: yes so he's he's following her on a like a legitimate case Uh right and he's thinking she's maybe possibly what you know um, committing insurance fraud, you know, whatever right. and, and so he, but as he watches her, he starts becoming obsessed with her and completely captivated by oh. her. And and so the whole rest of the movie is
1: really. Movie. Um,
0: he just called it a movie. Sorry. <laughs> it oh was written it so well
1: be. that it was like a movie playing no. in your head, right?
0: It, I actually just saw my note. Um, that it reminded me of base, Basic Instinct. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. That's instinct. what I started thinking when you first
1: started. Yes. So I was thinking about that.
0: And I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but I remember kind of that cat and mouse between the cop and the woman and and yep. how's it going to go? And, and that's what this, that's kind of the feel here. And so that's, the, and that's exactly what the whole rest of the book oh, is, cool. is who's going to win? Who's going to, you know, who's going to survive? But um, what I loved about this is that the food scenes just became part of her seduction. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was such an interesting way oh, yeah. to use
1: food. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's how I Isn't use food. Interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Christy, that's I what we're here to talk about. people beating
1: down the door over here, but I, I have <laughs> in the past. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, it is, I mean, it, you know, food really can be very sensual and mm-hmm. um, it certainly was in that book. So, so that was Honeymoon. By James Patterson and Howard Ruffin. Awesome. I did see um, that there's a honeymoon, I don't know if it's honeymoon too, but they had they have written a second one named honeymoon Okay. something.
1: Now, is it and one so... word or is it like honey moon? Like mine is gator <laughs> no, <it's>... moon. <laughs> honey moon. <laughs> No, this is honeymoon, like you're on okay. your honeymoon, you're wedded honeymoon. Not like, you know, you're dripping honey in front of the moon. No, but... <laughs> that's so other... hey we're talking food here it comes to my head you know? and sensual food yeah I exactly i could just see it in yeah. the moonlight some honey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's a you know it's a very traditional james patterson book but i you know i i'm i'm, I'm i am fascinated by him mm-hmm. and and he lives um, down here i mean he of course he does because every writer we talk and actually about actually we
1: seems had to be... we, i've seen him i've met him in person not really met him but i have a picture my daughter was really into his young adult books oh interesting and so when she found out he was at a local um he was at i think sam's club or something costco out near us you Mm -hmm. know and um Mm -hmm. so we had to go and we went and stood in line and got him signed. it and i think it was maximum ride series or something and um Cool. And guy got a picture of her with him. She was so excited. She was like, you know, middle school. <laughs> that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty awesome to get yeah. to go do that. I think that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So it was a. It's a very good. If you like James Patterson, which you know, a good chunk of the world does very yes. much. Yes. Yeah. It's I a do. good Patterson read. And, and Howard Ruffin. My, you're gonna hear probably something in the background. I'm gonna go shut the door. But my children have arrived home. Oh from okay. School. It's their Christmas break. They awesome. No, so. Awesome. Yeah. So much for the quiet podcast situation. Oh, well, that's Any.
1: okay. That's okay because yeah. we're, you know, we're kind of getting towards the end. We've got a lot of excitement coming up, so we got to, get guess. It is. I guess. It is. Well,
0: I am really excited to add the book that you had suggested, which and me was. me too.
1: Yes. Um, it's Beached. Beached. Okay. By Mickey Browning. Okay. And James Patterson and Ruffin. Yeah, those
0: are definitely going to be on our to-be-read piles, I guess. And I I, I think this uh, champagne is going to make an appearance on New Year's Eve here.
1: Yeah, I do like it. I I actually bought both the bottles because I didn't know which one you were going to choose. So I also have the Pinot Grigio to try, which will be interesting.
0: I would have loved to have bought that, but that was not available in my um, local store. We'll have to talk to those barefoot people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so that caps off this week's episode of game of books where we share food wine and mystery if you liked listening then be sure to subscribe to us so you can get your food wine and mystery tips every friday morning just in time for the weekend
1: right and all you mfs out there if you want to get more information or links to what we've talked about we will post the information on our website GameofBooks.blog, and you can look it up every friday morning also And so this is Christy and Kathy saying thanks for listening. Bye, Bye, everybody. everybody.